Good morning. Good morning. Good, good evening. Good afternoon and good evening. Last time I said good morning when it was uh, definitely afternoon, but you know people are watching from all over the world, so might as well address all three. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, I can see slowly people are dripping in, so that's nice. Um, today we have a, another guest on the show um, that had his very own radio show, hospital radio show, had, uh, which now translated over to his own podcast named the Yet and Named Podcast, if I'm right. Uh, we started this, uh, a one-on-one -on -one interview podcast and now it's hosted by himself and two others um, besides that successful podcast. He's also quite successful as a photographer. Being an official world sports photograph a photographer finalist for this year, Ian Barstow. Welcome, Ian. Hello, how are you? Good uh, <laughs> evening on and after. Yeah, no, evening. Good evening. <laughs> well, it's quite the introduction, you. right? Yes, I like that. But I'm award winning. Carry on with that all you want. Award winning is always good. <laughs> but I think I, 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 I nailed it right. I think I got everything right. Um, um, first off, maybe. You want to go ahead and, and do a little bit of an introduction yourself, uh, where you're from, uh, background story, and a little bit more about you. Um, so yeah, so I'm um, it's uh, Ian Barstow, and uh, I present the As Yes on Name podcast. Plug for the sign at the back, um, which is a, <laughs> a weekly podcast with myself, uh, Damien Lee, and Darren Anchbus. Um and that's a it doesn't really have a theme. I know podcasts are meant to have a theme. So yours is, is marketing and, and, and stuff like that. And you're meant to have crime themes and all that sort of stuff. We don't. We're just people in the UK may know the one show. Um, I'm not sure how well that tra travels around the world. Probably not that well, but. Well, uh, I, I'm just overseas, but uh, I, I never heard of it. No, no. So it's, it's like a, a magazine show where they will talk about everything and anything and just random stuff. That's basically what our show is. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's very it's very silly in places. Um, so we discuss the news. We discuss our top fives every single week. We have a a different top five. So last night's record that we did was for the top five events from the year two thousand. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, it was a, a bit of a memory. It was twenty years ago. So that's the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, the I started in radio back in. Um, oh, 15, 20 odd years ago, um, doing Hospital Radio Pulse with Darren. Darren was on Hospital Radio Pulse on my Tuesday show. Um, I have done some others. I've done some local um, radio, so FM radio. I've done some internet radio. Um, and now I started my podcast oh, six months ago almost. And how, how first of all, I'm, I'm really curious how uh, uh, the hospital radio, how do you roll into something like that? Is it just genuine interest? And then uh, and, and, and the local radio, is that something of genuine interest? And then I had, I, I had never thought of doing radio at all um, until Damien, who I do the podcast with, um, I worked with at the time um, at a telemarketing company. And he said to me, come along and have a look and see what you think. And I was so timid at the start. I would sit in the background and I would go on air. I wouldn't go in front of a microphone at all. <laughs> and then he was like, no, get on that microphone and get, get going. And then he created me a little persona, um, a little character that I could use to, to do it. Um, and then I, as soon as I got in front of the microphone, it was like, right, you're not shutting me up at all. I'm going to be on this radio. <laughs> um, right. And I, I loved it. It was, it was a brilliant 10, 10 11 years uh, that I was there. It was absolutely it was so much fun. 
Yeah, and then eventually you decide to quit uh, and head on. And uh, so that was, yeah, how long ago? Basically, um, so how, how did it end up? Because I thought well, that you gra- gradually, it, sorry. <laughs> it, uh, it it um it ended the actual station um had to unfortunately close down um oh, it was, right. it's a, it was a charity um charitable organization um it was very difficult to get funding at the time it's difficult we would sort of basically it was at the point where it couldn't run without starting to cost oh. money uh, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. How, many, how many saturdays did we uh we give up going into the local shopping centers and doing like <sighs> Car boots, cake sales and everything. Raising money. We even did did an X Factor style music singing competition (laughs) at one point as well. Oh, all right. So, Darren, you were then also very involved. It wasn't just a one-time thing that you were on, but also very involved into... Uh, yeah everybody's really committed and and you have to be for hospital radio don't you Ian? it really is you're not just there just to produce that you know just i have no idea how that works hospital radio so the only thing that i can understand so people that are working in a hospital big hospitals (laughs) they have a local it's uh, news it's very much a uk thing i don't don't think all right it's in many other places, but most big hospitals in the UK will have a hospital radio station, which is run by volunteers or voluntary work. Um, and it's basically, it broadcasts a very local radio station to patients in the hospital. So your target audience is anybody that's on a ward in the hospital and they'll listen through. Um, it used to be little plug-in headphones. Now it's a, a communication box. Um, mm-hmm. and you basically broadcast to the patients um we broadcast on am so we could go out of the hospital although we could never say we could um Mm -hmm. but it was a very local thing but because you were so local you would go to the ward and say do you want me to play you a song and it would just the idea is that it gives that person in hospital something to cheer them up um and listen to if they've not had visitors for a while so it's a really good thing and it's it's oh of course that makes sense sorry i was thinking for kind of like the hospital radio is something for the employees to listen to (laughs) obviously the people are lying (laughs) some of them some of them you can do and it and it does go um it's they're very professional they're very professional so they're all um really good presenters a lot nearly every single big radio presenter in the uk started their career on a hospital radio station it's a training ground for for radio people but it's re- it's really a nice thing to hear that something like that is organized because i can assume a lot of people that are maybe lying for you know hospital a little bit longer can really take health and and, and support out of that yeah yeah it's it, it was really good fun and it was it started my love of, of radio all right and now you you have the podcast uh, uh going on um do you ever decide to name it in the future or will it be the yet? It, it will forever be the as yet unnamed podcast all right. because all of the branding <laughs> I've done is has that and I'm not changing. Uh, oh, that <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> it was all I was, right. Trying, I was trying to think of a, a name that um just a different type of name and and there isn't that many as yet unnamed podcasts out there. Um that's so actually good. It seems to work. <laughs> that's nice so i mean then that means that obviously you have a, a lot of experience i mean podcast um basically in a sense also something like radio uh, you can do but basically radio is online and there's also some music in between 
I don't know if, if that's fair. That's very black and white to say it like that, but basically it's very, it has similar grounds. So uh, you have a lot of experience within uh, those grounds as well. And during those p the periods of time, I mean, you know, we want to get down to the value, but possible people, possibly people can get with their own podcast and all the own stuff that they do. And what did you notice over those few, well, those a lot of years of experience what you seem to really work. And I assume one of those things was the personal touch um, in connection with people, right? Or Def definitely. And I think podcasts are, they are a massive thing and they're a massive um, ground now. There is so many podcasts out there, so many people, lockdown that's happened around the world has, oh, yeah. has released so many podcasts on the world. And it's the reason I started it. It was like, oh, okay, what can I do? Um, but it is that, it's that personal connection um, that you get. And radio is a very personal one-on-one -on -one experience. So it is you, the presenter, and the listener. Right? Whenever you – if ever, when I did training for radio, they always said, speak to the listener. Never speak to a group. Never go to everybody listening. Go to the person that's listening. It's that very personal one-on-one -on -one connection. And podcasts are very much the same of that, if not even more personal, because you are – in someone's ears as they're walking on their lunchtime or they're walking the dog or they're exercising, all that sort of stuff. Um, and it's it's reignited my love of, of broadcasting, definitely. I didn't do the, any broadcasting for oh, five, six, seven years, something like that. And starting this podcast, for me personally, it's just given me a, a complete new creative outlet. So I've got my YouTube channel as well, but this is every single week I chat for two hours with people that I really, really like and really have a real yeah. good laugh and come out feeling after the recording. It's like, that was so much fun. Yeah, I know. Right? So but I can totally relate that, that there are two parts. One, the first thing is that Darren and I actually had the same thing, uh, have the same thing still going on. It all started the way we started podcasting was actually, uh, we met through LinkedIn and then we had a chat, just general interest. And then we had another chat and then there was like, well, we might as well just record this, right? I mean, we're having fun and we're talking about interesting things and, you know, where the mind goes. When, when you start talking, you know, the juices start flowing, the mind starts flowing and then you come up with all of these crazy things and we, you know, and then you'll just enjoy it. You should, that's the most common mistake maybe that people make as well is that they do the podcast, you know, it had its peak and now we are known for a long time that a lot of people do podcasts, people start podcasts, you know, but it had its strength, it had its hype. I think now people that genuinely love podcasts and just stay, stay to do it. Um, and that's the foundation, obviously, that you love to talk uh, with people about stuff and and that, and that's kind of like the core foundation then, I guess. And the other thing that I was, what I found really interesting was the approach that you said. And I, the way we're, we're doing it right now, I'm like, you know, um, I'm, I feel, I have the feeling that I'm talking to a, a lot of many people, but basically the way you need to do it is that you have this one person on the other side. Yes, you there on the other side that you're basically <laughs> talking to that. And that's, um, yeah, that's an interesting perspective, actually. I think it's quite hard, actually, for people to do. If you've never done it before, it, it, it's, it, I think it's, it's a bit of a challenge, isn't it, to imagine this person? Like, but once you think you've got it in your mindset, how do they? How do they train you to think like that, Ian? It's um, I've only ever done one training course, and it was a four-day 
radio course which never really got me anywhere but it was it was some interesting stuff on there but it's always that it's instead of saying um how is everybody doing it's like how are you doing it's it's getting into that mindset of having that single instead of them it's you um and it's you and me so how's your day going instead of uh, i'm trying to think of a a different way of saying it but i can't at the minute but anyway it's that makes sense yeah it's that very and radio is 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 far more personal than any other type of medium because it is that instant connection with people so if you're on a big radio station and you're broadcasting to thousands of people you've got to do it so you're broadcasting to me sat in my office on a rainy day doing work having a little bit of entertainment um and it it, it's it it is an interesting it it takes a while to get into it um but as soon as you get it it's it helps you in a lot of other things so I was never this confident. In, and as you can tell, I can talk and I can talk and talk and talk. And I can, <laughs> I will do when I did the radio show, 20 minute links is are not unusual. Um, so it, if I'm not in front of a microphone, I'm quite a different person. It just gives me that little extra sort of, yeah, I can get away with saying slightly other things. <laughs> yeah. And it's knowing but, people as well. It's knowing, it's knowing who you're, it, I think Dan will agree with this when, you have to have that right connection of people that you've got in the studio. So if you're doing a studio based show where you've got lots of people at some points on a Tuesday, we had five different other people in the thing, which was slightly too many. Um, But you've got to have that connection. Cause if you don't quite have that connection, it does same, it does get a little awkward. There's silent pauses and all that sort of stuff. But if, as soon as you get that crew together um, and you get those people together that work, it just you can bounce off people all the time you can say something and someone will just go i know what he means and i'm going to reply back with the i know what he needs to carry on yeah but that's also comes down to just having a, a normal conversation if it's really forced um it, it makes it a lot of uh, uh, a lot more difficult you know you need to talk about stuff that's comfortable to you when you talk about stuff that's not comfortable you, to you then at a moment you're like well yeah yeah. You don't really have an opinion or anything to say about that. And it just needs to be relaxed. And that's some of the things, you know, shouldn't be feeling pressure. Interesting though, even with your radio background, you still, the, the medium is still quite new to you, isn't it? As like podcasts and your podcast is doing quite well, but you're still like most of the people and for us, we're still growing our audience and we've only just started doing this the last couple of months and really getting into it now, I suppose. Um, but it, it is hard, isn't it? It, it oh it is very difficult to to get out there which is why the first interview podcast i did is was with um joe lycett um and again i i don't know if you know joe um i know darren will know joe but i don't know if if he's how big he is but he's a he's quite a big comedian presenter um in the uk um he's done a really big show um and i knew him from hospital radio so he started on my hospital radio show um and i sort of he told me he was going to be a stand-up comic and he's now selling tours around around the world um but I wanted that first big name to get people's attention and to grab people's attention. And his podcast by far is the biggest listened to podcast I've done so far. Um, so I started off with the interview ones and I wanted to do mm. one-on-one interviews. And we had, I think it was 12 in the end, really interesting people. Um, we had Darren on as well. He was all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, he, he filled, he filled he a week. The figures down a bit. Yeah, but... He filled a week. He was all right. Um, and then when, so obviously it was lockdown and everyone had free time to come and do a podcast and come and do an interview. And then when everything started to reopen up again and people got back to normal, so well ish, um, 
that sort of dried out how easy it was to speak to people. So I wanted to do another type of podcast where it was just me and two other people that just connect and can have a laugh. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really difficult. We're up to, uh, on average podcast download wise, we're about 50 or so a week. Um, yeah, put, puts us in the top. What was it? I read, if you have more than a hundred downloads, you're in the top 20% of podcasts in the world sort of thing. So many of them, you don't need a yeah. audience. <laughs> it's like, we're almost there. We're almost top 20%. <laughs> um, but because yeah. we broadcast on, so we do the live show on Facebook. So we do live show on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch um, every Wednesday. So last night's one, we had a total across the whole two hours of about 250-odd different views across that total two hours. Um, so that then equates very slowly the Facebook pages going up. We push on Facebook constantly, as people that friend mm-hmm. me on Facebook will know. Um, but it's that whole you've got to keep pushing. You've got to keep getting in front of people to get them that one person to download it and go, I love that. I'm going to tell my friend to go and listen to that. Mm-hmm. It's finding that audience. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's, it's fun. We'll get there. Yeah. I, I think as long as it's fun, I mean, it all depends on what it is you want to achieve. Right. And then it's world well, domination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, Oh, that's, uh, that's you know, basically that's to say I have my own company. So no, but basically I think it's just consistency and how, how much of an effort you want to put into it. And if you really want to make it, make it big, then you need to put more effort into it. And then it's just keeping consistency and trying out new things. And then eventually you see what works and try out different concepts. You know, there are so many ways that you can do this podcast or live interviews or whatever. There's so many things to make it more interesting so um actually darren we never thought about twitch but that might be an interesting channel as well to to investigate um, yeah it's yeah. really growing isn't it I, I, we won't spend too much time but we can talk about it another time on another one but yeah twitch yeah. is really interesting it's really big in the music scene um like like, like live music and stuff I, I do live music in the spare well whatever spare time i get um and it's, it's really massive now on twitch it's, twitch is really growing now um is, is a big channel so you are podcast hosts and you're not using all the available channels then twitch is definitely a good one but like linkedin we were just saying off air is uh you might be able to find a little route through to doing linkedin live as well (laughs) i never never even knew linkedin did a live Um, yeah you have to be uh you have to be confirmed and allowed in as a special person to uh yeah (laughs) Yeah, well, it makes sense. It's it's uh, you know you don't want they don't want to overload the system right away. But when we're talking about hobbies anyway, um, oh, lovely Ian. segue. That's a good <laughs> segue. I, I tell you what, that's ten out of ten. That one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Well, you you gave me the lead, so that was really <laughs> nice. Uh, you do uh, photography on the side, and you are a finalist in sport uh, as a sport photographer of the year. So. How? There you go. Look at that. There it is. <laughs> that wasn't there. That wasn't. It wasn't planned. But it is. Uh, I don't know. If, hang on. Let me. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, you can see that. So that was the. Well, if I, uh, I, can, I will resize this and look at that. There we go. Slightly out of focus because of my camera, but that's not the picture. No, no, no. The picture is in focus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. Um, so I've done. Oh, when did I? I started photography probably about seven or eight years ago. Um, just as a hobby, as nothing more. I, I got myself a camera, um, enjoy taking pictures. Um, and then it was, it's what, it's something, if you're, if, if you get into, if you are a photographer and you get into photography, 
it's very expensive but it's also something again that it's like every time you go somewhere you've got to take your camera take loads of pictures and get that yep. one. um so yeah i've so that photo that i just showed you is from uh the british superbike championships at donington park last uh, april-ish i think it was um and it's i've been to donington park is my local race circuit it's only 25 minutes away so it's i get there as much as i can and i, I can mm-hmm. not, not this much this year because of obviously everything that's been shut down um and it's i love nothing more than spending a day walking around the the racetrack being with the bikes being with the cars um and just literally taking i will take two thousand two and a half thousand photos every time i go to a racetrack oh yeah and then you've got to sit through and it's obviously you do the editing <laughs> and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Um, it doesn't mm. pay uh, very often at all. I have, um, I went to an event at Donington a couple of weeks ago, which was a, like a, an amateur track day or amateur race day. Um, and uh, you managed to catch crashes um, and the people that crash, they get up and walk away, which is always good. Um, but they like photos of crashes. The, the, the cyclists or the riders like pictures of them coming off their bike. Um, oh, wow to sell so i've sold some um but that particular image is one of my favorites it was can, just- can you show it again there are some new people yeah. join in i just wanted to make sure that everybody sees it um i'll tell you what oh no actually bear with me sorry oh, this, this is on air but i'm just gonna um just gonna use this and turn the blur background video off look at that there we go that's better um so yeah so that's uh six oh, there we go um yeah. Five, five bikers um and i i put myself there for probably about half an hour and every single time they came around they were getting slightly closer and closer and i think there's going to be a point where they're going to be in line um and that was the only time i saw that um and it's just the angle that i'm at and the angle they're at just makes them look like they're in a nice very close packed thing yeah. i entered that just online in this photography competition um and then found out that i, I just was... put it online and yeah, then, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah it, was, it was i just entered it you could just enter i think it was 20 photos um and then thought nothing else of it because it's open to everybody um all around the world professionals unprofessionals and then i got an email saying yep yeah, you're one of the top 100 images and then you look at the people that you're entered with and you're alongside and they are um chief photographers for getty images in australia um chief photographers for getty images in america um these are proper professional you'd have seen their photos all around the world on back pages mm-hmm. and front pages and all that sort of stuff and my little image of motorbikes was in the top 100 i didn't win but i was more than happy that was i'm, I'm going to bank off that for a, a long time i just want to say that it's it's uh it, it, you have to be, you have to start somewhere and basically you're a finalist so you can say that <laughs> oh yeah and it's on the bottom of my email <laughs> and on my website <laughs> it will be oh, yeah. for a long time um so yeah so I've, and then the other two i've got are you can just see them there i um was the uk picture editor guild awards which is the picture the national newspaper picture editors it's their okay. association um, and they had awards where you could enter photos for it. And I was um, a finalist two years on the road on that one. Um, I managed to go down to London, a very nice bow tie type black, black tie <laughs> dinner um, at a very posh hotel. Um, and it was a, a nice night out of drinking and, and very nice food. But uh, I, I guess it's a very nice hobby. Yeah. And, and you're very successful at it then uh, at the photography. So, 
Um, I like people tell me I'm people tell me I do good photos. Um, I just can't turn it into a profession because it doesn't pay at the minute. Um, unless you're willing to do wedding photography, which I'm not going to do because I can't think of anything worse than being at other people's weddings. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Unless you do that sort of photography, um, it's very, it's another one that's very difficult to make a a living at because everybody has a smartphone. Yeah. Nowadays they can take a photo um, as good on a smartphone and sometimes you can, but sometimes it's, you want that professional photographer. But yeah, it's a really good hobby. I, I really enjoy it. It's it's one of my and that's my what passions. it's about. As long as you enjoy all the stuff that you do, all these hobbies, and you know, if you can make make some money off of it, then that that's great. And if you can, you know, at the same time you enjoy, enjoy it anyway. So it's a good thing either either way. So one of the other things that I wanted to ask was about the you're writing an audio play podcast. So what is that? What is that all about? I what was. is that? <laughs> I was right. Um, oh, it, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. It's um, so the podcast is, um, or the 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 audio was called, or is called. Um, are you going to ask me to it? Hang on a second. <laughs> I've forgotten what I called it. That's how much I've done on it recently. Um, <laughs> I, I won't give it a name. Um, so basically, it was a. An event that happened. Audio play podcast. Yeah, audio play podcast. It it was, yeah. Um, It was, it's about an event that happens that changes the world for everybody. Um, It's not a pandemic. It's not a virus. It's not zombies. It's not any of that sort of stuff, but it is something that changes the world for everybody and sends the world into, into chaos. And I did the first episode, um, which I thought would be, I read that it was like one page for per minute of audio. Um, and I know this person that's written for um, the Doctor Who radio plays and the Doctor Who audio plays. Um, and he starred in film um, and he's written plays and, part- and films and stuff like that. So I sent it to him and he sent me a really nice email, which basically told me, you've got a lot of work to do on this. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. Ooh, ouch. It was very well done. And I, he said to, he did say to me, how honest do you want me to be? Because I can be very honest with you. And I said, no, be very honest with me. Um, and he gave me this whole list of stuff that he says, right, okay, you're doing that wrong. You're doing that wrong. That's wrong as well. But I'd never done anything like it before. And it was like, I did 26. Well, but then it's really valuable. All right. I mean, as, as negative as it sounds, as negative as it gets, actually the only thing that you can do is learn from it. So that's oh, the I, whole thing. You can, yeah. It would be amazing if you do it right off the bat, great off the bat. But that is one of the reasons that it's now on the site then. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's there. It's probably something I will come to at some point in in the future. But it's it's an idea, and and I like the story. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's about yeah, it's in, it's an interesting story for me. Whether or not people would like it, but it's a case of if I've got the script, I then need people to come and record it for me and do the voices because I I can't do act voice acting. Okay, so basically, it's kind of like an an audio show then, or is it really? It's an it's a returning audio show every week. Yeah, the idea was that it would be a a series of so like Radio Four in the UK they do their plays. So it's like a play, but it was going to be in a podcast form, um, and it would be every week would be so it's probably going to be ten or twelve episodes. The first series would be the idea. Um, whether or not it comes to fruition, we will see. But it's something I'm I'm working on. I think like, it's really interesting because despite, you know, when you look at things like Hollywood movies, um, I think it was on your Twitter feed the other day or somebody was saying that uh, one of the worst films ever 
I can't think of the name of it now. It was the one that was in this in the, the in the sea. Uh, West West Westworld was it? Westworld, or, yeah, that's it. There's, it was one of the worst films at the time. The critics said, but apparently now it's got cult status as like you know is a, is a film that everybody has to watch. So maybe your podcast West might have cult status. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure it will win awards, but you never know. My my dream when I was writing, I was sat there at night on my iPad writing away, um, typing on the iPad, and it was like, yeah, do you know what? This is going to be picked up by the BBC. It's going to be made into a <laughs> night drama. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to make loads of money. And then it was like, no, it's rubbish. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> <start again. laughs> yeah, this is wrong. This is wrong. This yeah. is wrong. Everything you're in the third person and the first person, and then you're not you, – you, You've got the script like you're narrating it, and he says, "Don't narrate it; let them tell you." And it's a lot of interesting stuff that I need to go back and, and work on and, and revisit. And I, I, I think you know you, you showed it to that one person. Let's be honest; if it's one, it's one person's opinion, and they might have some experience. But then you're also putting it to, uh, towards a critic that uh, someone that has a lot of experience. So I mean, uh, well, there's he, a lot of stuff to take from it. He, he, I say, he has done. He's he wrote a recent doctor who audio so in the there's a, a big fish productions they do all of the audio stuff for doctor who so all of their audio so a lot of the doctors come back and do de- different stories and they're all these audio plays um and he wrote i think he's written two of them but i know he's written one recently so um he is he definitely knows his uh he knows his stuff for audio audio broadcast yeah. and audio plays but yeah it's i will work on it at some point yeah, so what, I'm going to ask you what, what podcast do you listen to? What what do you think uh, some of the best ones that are out there? Um, I I listen to a lot. I listen to a lot of BBC stuff, which is <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just everywhere. And they but they do do really, so. I newscast I listen to every day. Um, and it's a really good um, podcast to just listen to in the morning because they go into in depth and I'm very I, I love politics and, and news. I'm very much I will take in all of the information I can. So new, uh, newscast, um, Americast, which is really interesting at the moment because obviously the American elections um, oh, yeah. are, are massive, affect everybody all around the world, um, all that sort of stuff. Um, but I also listen to, I'll tell you, actually, let me go into my podcast feed. Um, let's have a look at my library. Uh, Redbox Politics Podcast. There, there you go. Yeah. Uh, David Tennant does a podcast. Um, if no one's listened to that, he's very good at them. Um, what was his name? David Tennant, Doctor Who. Ah. so you play doctor who um friday night comedy podcast talk art uh brain bites see i do subscribe to you you are on there just um infinite monkey cage is, is very good um if you like your science stuff um and then stephen fry seven deadly sins which was fascinating so I, I have a I have a real mix, um, but I never have enough time to listen to all of them. That is the problem. That's true. Right? That's <laughs> always the thing with podcasts. It's kind of like you need to find this convenient time to listen to it. I have the same thing. I listen to it. Actually, the only time when I when I'm walking outside. That's the same. I, I, when I take the dog for a walk, I'll listen to a podcast, and when I go for a walk at lunchtime, I'll listen to the the podcast as well. So I get about forty minutes a day. Um, yeah, you know, it's not something that I can do. Some people do it uh, 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 during work. I cannot do that. I need to actively patient or actively uh, listen to it and consume the information. Well, basically, I d- it depends on what kind of podcast you're listening to. Obviously, mine, the ones that I listen to are very self-improving uh, uh, podcast or, you know, about business. So I really want to take that takeaway and learn something of it that those people tell. And uh, 
take my own opinion of it. But basically, yeah, it, uh, it's it's less than before, actually. Yeah, so, it's... It, so, sorry, go on. Go on, go on, no, go on down. I was going to ask you about your photography. So what, what's, going, what's going to be next on your horizon for uh, the ph- photography? What do you want to do next? Um, it's... I'd love to get into motorsport and probably do a bit more sport. Obviously at the moment we can't, um, we've been lucky enough. I've been back at the motorsport track a couple of times this year, um, cause it's a massive open space. So I'd like to try some other motorsport photography. I, I really enjoy portrait photography. I'm doing some more and more of that. Um, but it's, I don't know if I'd ever be able to turn it professional at the moment. And that is, it's one of those things. And I think we, I can't, if I talked about this with you, Dan, it's, it's, um, it's one of the regrets it's like you don't you forget I, i'd love to have done radio and if i'd have done if i've pushed myself when i was younger i probably could have done radio as a full-time job um i'd love to have done photography if i'd have started it but now because i've got a proper job um and i've got proper you know you've got a wage coming in you've got bills going out it's, yeah i can't afford to not work and just go do you know what i'm going to do photography and hope it pays so um i need to win the lottery <laughs> Um, it's, yeah so I, <laughs> I can just do what i want to do that's what it is <laughs> or or yeah build up in your spare time obviously you know it's always kind of like how much you want to invest and what you want to make out of it uh but you know it's obviously very difficult i can definitely imagine for something like as a creative as a piece of picture to sell that that is a little bit of next level obviously but you know you have to start I, somewhere i can sell it i sell photos of motorsport events for two pound fifty each seriously yeah that's and and i've i've tried it so we have a an iron man event that comes through where i live um mm-hmm. and and so and they're on the bikes and they they come down this big hill so this makes really good pictures um and i tried the first year to sell them for a five pound a photo which i thought was quite reasonable yeah um and then it was like that didn't really sell one of us so i tried sort of three pound fifty that didn't work very well I'll do it at two pound fifty i've sold about 100 photos which is a nice little earner but yeah, you, you have to sell a lot of photos at two pound fifty to make any money, um, and that's the problem. True. People aren't prepared to pay for them, um, so yeah. that's that's the challenge that lots of photographers are facing, um, and it's it's really difficult to. It's a very competitive world. Oh yeah, very very competitive. And then radio is is another thing. There is no money in it because, particularly in the UK, radio now is very play as much music as you can and don't talk, which is not the radio I'm interested in. I, I would be no good on a station where I could talk twice an hour. Just wouldn't suit me at all. Yeah, then maybe keeping it as a hobby isn't that great. Isn't that that bad of an idea? Or no. maybe find a way to do it a little bit all differently. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, and then obviously I've got my YouTube. I had my YouTube payment yesterday. Hey, How much did you get? Every couple of months, sixty quid. <laughs> How much? Wow. Did you get? <laughs> You're strictly asked. <laughs> Straight in for the money question. Yeah, it's about. Um, it, it works out as about thirty pound a month off YouTube, which you know is is better than better than nothing. I know. Again, it's one of those things. I'd wish I started it ten years ago when it was still bubbling along, and it was you get in early and you you build your audience. So, so, so you 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 have experience within those fields. So, if you would give the people watching, the people listening later on uh on the audio track itself one tip that you think well you know that's something that you should really put to good use or really that you should do what would that be um just go for it just try it if you don't try it you'll never know um you'll never um 
telling myself advice I should have told myself years ago. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's the experience, right? That's it, why it's just, just try it. Just go out and do it, and, and make sure you enjoy it. Um, if it's if it's ever a chore, stop it because it's not good. You're never going to give yourself. You're never going to give 100 percent to something that is a chore to do. That's true. You've got to enjoy what you do, be that a podcast, a YouTube videos, uh, streaming online and doing your game streaming, um, which is massive as an area. Photography, if you don't enjoy doing it and it feels like it's proper work, um, unless you're getting paid a proper wage for it, just move on to the next thing. That would be my advice. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that uh, there's nothing to add to that. It really comes down to doing something that you love otherwise you will you won't hold it unless you're getting paid for it but you might as well enjoy it and there are always things that you don't can not like about something that you need to do but you know it's about the global thing so yeah, if not, you many, enjoy, not many people really enjoy work I, I i i'm sure i'm sure there isn't hundreds of people i'm sure people don't go to work every day and bounce out of work out of the door and go yeah i'm gonna go in an office for eight hours um i know I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's one of the big things you know uh, uh uh it is that a lot of people don't enjoy what they do and that's really sad actually but you know it's uh finding ways to make sh- make it to make it work to f- eventually do what you what it is you want to do but you yeah. know it all starts from you doing what you love and then spending the time into it Yes, and in this this time next year, people will will know the Asia and Unnamed podcast, and we will be world famous. That's what I wanted to, ne- to ask <laughs> next. I mean, what is uh, uh, where can they find you online? And so you already. Um, and it's um, if you want to find out about the podcast, it's the Asia Unnamed Podcast UK. That's the Asia Unnamed Podcast UK. Um, you can find us on Facebook with the same name. On Twitter, we are at Asia Unnamed Pod. Um, and if you go onto YouTube and search um, at Ian HRP, um, then you'll find my YouTube channel on there. And then my s- photography, last plug, is uh, draycottphotography.co.uk. Um, and you can go and have a look at the work that I've put out. What on. was it? What, what, what was the plug for uh, Draycott? Yeah, so draycottphotography.co.uk. I'll, I'll make sure I'll pop all of these links um, in the show notes. That's the, uh, the broadcaster's uh, official term. Um, (laughs) (laughs) the bit down there the bit down there go and read it now go and start clicking on them click there click there support there yeah there there and there right like comment share (laughs) yeah yeah well definitely (laughs) you like comment and share well uh, people listening definitely uh, go subscribe to Ian and uh, what he uh, is he does um, so that he can make a living out of it come on do yes, it, please. Do it. <laughs> Go. Uh, no. Um, thank you so much. Um, yeah, everybody, if you like uh, this live session, definitely tune in next time as well. Uh, subscribe to our channels. Uh, we're on multiple channels. Uh, and also, if you want to listen to the audio version, you can do that as well. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other big audio platforms. Um, Ian, thank you so much for the great talk up today. Thank I hope you, you enjoyed it. We definitely did. Well, I did, Darren, I think as well. I can never really tell with that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in and we talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.